looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is, did I cue it up? This is Ariana <laughs> Maddox in the trailer for Buying Back My Daughter on Lifetime, starring Megan Good also. Like, what a movie. Most runaways are found within 72 hours. That's all she says. <laughs> <laughs> like in the trailer. In the trailer, in the trailer. She's second build after Megan Good. If Lifetime had their way, she'd be first built. Someone must have stepped up and said, you guys, come on. We can't first bill this woman who is in like four seconds of this movie as a cop. People are like, why is Megan Good doing whatever she's doing with Jonathan Majors? And it's like, whatever's going on with Megan Good right now feels Megan bad. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Most runaways are found within 72 hours. The other breaking news. I'm so glad you put this in here. Here's the thing. I think we should listen to it because I think I'm reading these things. And I'm. It, it comes off so much shadier in the written. He keeps saying the shade. Like, and he. It, you have to hear it. Did you go to Anthony's bachelor party? In case you couldn't tell, that's Andy Cohen. I did not. I wasn't invited. Oh, really? The shade of it all. Well, no, Bobby Burke was here yesterday, and uh-huh. he wasn't invited either. No, Bobby was not invited. I was not invited, and Jonathan was not invited. So wait. So just Tan was invited. Just Tan was invited. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> now- Pause it. Okay, I take back everything I said. I thought it was going to sound less shady. In fact, it sounds shadier. It sounds more shady. He sounds offended. Bobby made it seem like, oh, we couldn't make it, but Tan was able to make it. He said it nicer. No. Listen, I'm all about being real and being upfront. We weren't invited. Do you think there was, how many people were there? Do you have any idea? I don't know because we weren't invited. Right. But this this is a thing. When it comes to events like that, like family things, weddings, it costs money. So I don't take offense to it. Now, I would have to assume that the Fab Five will all be invited to the wedding. I I assume so. Yeah, yeah. But if we were not... I would, would not be okay. I would be okay because people who get married, you understand what it costs per plate, and when you have family members doing things, I know. But like, I, don't I don't think it's the same at a bachelor party where you're glamping. I mean, I know. Yeah, I didn't take any shade to it okay. because if I had a, if I had a, if um, you had a bachelor party, would you invite Anthony? I would not. Okay, well, because then there you first go. of all, like I, dr- we're good. I we drink, see each other, we see each other. I drink. Yeah. I'm doing a shroom. I'm doing, you know, having a good time. Okay, and he's not. And he's not. He's sober. He's sober. So yes. I'm not gonna invite you girls so that. You can be over in the corner, video sober. Yes, we were like, no. Okay. So again, no shade. I'm fully resolute, and he's mad because this last comment is the shadiest thing he said the entire time. I think he's trying to be polite here, though. Bobby, he literally says, "I have fun," and Anthony doesn't at the bottom here. I'm doing a shroom. I'm doing, you know, having a good time. Okay. And he's not. they have different types of fun, as I think I think what he's saying. Don't put that on me. I didn't say it. What I'm saying is what he said. What he's literally saying sounds shady. I have fun. Anthony doesn't. What was funny is that Bobby tried to make it seem like there was no beef. He lied about it, which is funny. No, Bobby straight up lied. Chroma's like, what I'm not going to do is lie. I'm just going to say, like, we weren't invited. Like, that's not a bad thing to say. We weren't invited. And I'm going to be a little shady about it, actually, by mm-hmm. while I'm saying no shade. Also, I'm sorry, saying no shade is the same as saying no offense. Guess what? You're going to offend. You say mm-hmm. no offense, but, and then you say the most offensive fucking thing in the whole world. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's what no shade is doing here. So again, no shade. 
what worries me is that this cycle is only on like like 30% complete because we haven't heard from Antony yet. No one's asked Antony, well, why didn't you invite Karamo and Bobby? Yeah. Bobby said he couldn't make it, but Karamo said he wasn't oh. invited. No, no, no. We got to ask Jonathan Van Ness. Who's next? We got to ask the entire cast. And then once the entire cast has been asked, then we go back to Anthony and we ask him and then he mm-hmm. has to respond to it. And then they have to respond again. It's going to be like we're never going to get out of this cycle. This is only mm-hmm. this is like you're right. We're at the second stage or something. This is yeah. a 12 step cycle. Yeah. Jonathan's just going to be like, I was tending to my garden in Austin. I had no, yeah. I had no Jonathan's time. Jonathan's like, what? He got he's getting married. <laughs> Tanache versus this is the easiest team Tanache of all time. Tanache versus Chris Brown. This headline. Well, I mean, anyone versus Chris Brown is going to be team not Chris Brown. But I do think Chris Brown is coming for Tanache in a new way that I don't love, which is like, who is she? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I that's our job. And I don't want him to take it <laughs> and be rude about it. Here's a headline. Chris Brown blasts Tanache after interview. Name five of her songs. No, he said, name five Tanache songs or die. Everyone dead. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> Sorry. It was in an Instagram comment. This was a continuation of something else that happened on a podcast. In that category, the songs you did with R. Kelly and Chris Brown. Oh, <laughs> you think I wanted? <laughs> I, I literally, blo- I block out that R. Kelly song from my mind. I forget that that even exists. That is so embarrassing. That is so unreal that I even have a song with R. Kelly. That's so embarrassing. No. Every few years, Tanache says something about the Chris Brown duet she did and how she didn't want to do it and how the mm-hmm. label made her. And every few years, he kind of claps back and is like, this girl's irrelevant. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like they're back and forth forever. Of course, you know, he's more successful, but also who is not Team Tanache? But of course, every time she has like, anyway, she has a new album, st- stream BB slash Angel or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this comes up again. This one was just like extra pointed because... It involved the music versus just like being rude to Tanache generally. Lindsay, can you name five Tanache songs? Name five Tanache songs or die. Two on. Got it. All hands on deck, all in the front, all in the back, just like that. The one mm-hmm. where she's like, my goodies, not goodies by Sierra, but like her goodies. What are mm-hmm. that? Party favors. Party mm-hmm. favors. Aquarius from the EP Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Player, the song that she had with Chris Brown that was called, I think, Player. Mm-hmm. There it is. Can you name five more? Oh, actually, I can't because there's a song that I you very wildly forgot. What song? Flame. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, that's you six Tanache songs between the two of us. Yeah, obviously Flame Friday. The, the other song, what song do you think she hates more? The song she did with Chris Brown or Flame Friday, the song that she did literally in handcuffs, like in in that attached a, to a, a record fire exec truck put her in handcuffs and said get on the fire truck right now if you put a microphone in front of her and said this is going on a podcast she'd say i hate the chris brown song more but to her friends she probably hates flame more i think flame was like fucked with her artistic integrity in a in a more uncomfortable yeah. way for her yeah you know yeah. even though it was a slip yeah yeah so i have four left you already named my favorite tenace songs so i gotta go i gotta go Party my second favors? tier favorites how about this have yourself a merry little Christmas. Shut up. Last Christmas. Comfort and joy intro. And the Christmas song. You're just naming songs on her Christmas album? I love her Christmas song. Oh, I got one. I got one. Body language. That's a good one. Remember Super Love? And also. Company. 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 We were on the same page. Get out of here. Fuck you, Chris Brown. But also, if you ask me to name like five songs by like an art by kind of anyone, I would have a hard time maybe because I'm forgetful. No, I mean, Billy Eichner proved like name a woman for a dollar. It's like it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to name five songs by your favorite pop star for a dollar. Did you see somebody bought all of Katy Perry's al- albums, including Smile and Witness for like a billion dollars? Who did that? <laughs> Some company called like Polaris or Activist. What if I told you I did it? It was me. Bobby, I spent all of Weekly's money to buy all of Katy Perry's albums, but I only bought Witness and Smile. <laughs> it was too expensive. The others were too expensive. They said, you can take Witness and Smile. I, they unloaded them. Fire sale. It's giving fire sale. They bought them for $225 million. All the stakes in her master. I mean, why not? I think if I were, if I were, are you kidding? It's like, you don't have to work again. Who cares? They don't want to sing anymore. They're sick of it. These musicians hate it. They don't want to do it. Sell it. Well, I also think it's because the music industry is at its all-time low for streaming music, and they think it's not going to get any better. So they're like, well, we can sell these things as some sort of package. We should. But you know what? I kind of feel like it's a little bit – 
unless you're really old, it's a little bit um, short-sighted. Because, like, you don't know. But Katie got 225. Take it. Run. Leave. You don't have to sing ever again. Katie got $225 million for the album Smile. <laughs> Think about that. Okay, now we can move on. We can skip Marin Morris. Boring. Another feud. Boring. Boring, Marin Morris. No, it is interesting. Boring. But it's, boring. it's boring. No, it's funny. It's... She's leaving country music because she hates it there. It's fine. Whatever. She's sick of it. We understand why. Every time we talk it's... about Marin Morris, like feuding with a like, I'm like, okay. deeply repulsive, like right wing country star, I'm like, what are you doing right. here, Marin? And she finally asked herself the same question and she said, yeah, I'm getting out of here. Boy Meets Worlds, this is a people headline. Boy I Meets Worlds this. is Danielle Fischel, Fischel preaches the importance of commitment after a parent Ben Savage fallout. Where did this happen? At 90s con, kill me, 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 kill me. We're going. I got us tickets. It already happened. It already happened. There's something so funny about this to me because the Boy Meets World people that do the podcast, they go to the kind of conventions, they do all this stuff. They're so angry and confused as to why the star of Boy Meets World, the boy, the said boy, doesn't want anything to do with them all they want to do is like milk this stuff dry and they don't understand why Ben Savage won't be a part of this money making scheme kind of mm-hmm. like to preach it as like friendship is so funny when really yeah, what it is. It's, it's like you are mad and you are confused as to why he won't come help you guys sell more tickets. Make to more money. Yeah. 90s con. Right. Yeah. That has to be what it is. Everyone else is in. Mr. Feeney's in. He's still alive. <laughs> Everyone's in. Ryder Strong's there. Matt Lawrence. Candace Cameron Bray's on the other side of the convention hall because no one wants to be next to this woman. It's just very entertaining to me that this is what it's come to where now she's making backhanded. I mean, maybe this is even referring to him. This is also very much People Magazine, but mm-hmm. we got three names on the byline here. So I think this really does refer to him. We got three reporters on this one. They said years ago. Years ago, I think this was like early COVID and people were really getting into like, let's like dig into nostalgia as a way of like coping. And they were like, oh, we don't talk to Ben anymore. We don't talk to Ben anymore. Like he's not in our lives anymore. He ghosted us or whatever. It came up again because they did a panel at 90s con. She spoke of friendship without naming Savage. Quote, over this many years and this much time together Mm -hmm. in different work atmospheres, you have fights, you have falling outs, you have moments where you come back together. Yet when you really commit to a relationship, when you really commit to this idea that we were always going to be in each other's lives. Oh, this is so about him. The amount of growth and grace and forgiveness and compassion and true knowing of each other that we now have, that we never would have had had we written each other off and said, Mm -hmm. I'm done with you. I don't want to see you again. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me translate that for you. The amount of money we now have, the amount of money we now can make by coming together and talking about old TV shows, we would have Mm -hmm. never known that if we weren't friends. Yes. I saw some horrible... We really need to unfollow Candace Cambria on the Who Weekly Instagram. I know, but she's so funny on it. Like, sometimes she's posting so funny things. I'm sorry. But she posted this photo with her and someone else, and it was like, see you at 90s con this weekend. And I was like, ugh. I was wondering... How do people put up with this woman? And Ben Savage isn't quite as like publicly repulsive as Candace Cameron Bure, but I suspect that like no, oh my god, no, he's a he's a shitbag, right? But what I'm saying is, Candace Cameron Bure being at 90s Con, my first thought was how did her peers put up with her? She's so awful. And then in this situation, I feel like Ben Savage is probably awful in a different way. But this is very clear based on what you were saying too that like. These people put up with their awful former co-workers because it makes them money. And it's like, we don't care how shitty Candace Cameron Bure is. We don't care how shitty Ben Savage is. Like, him not being there affects our bottom line, and we and we resent that. No, they don't care. About, you think they give a shit about Candace Cameron Bure's? Yeah. First of all, they're not even the same cast as her. They can mm-hmm. be on the same no, panel. I'm just compar- I'm they're just not comparing. even on the same panel as her. I'm they're comparing. the same event as her. I know, but I'm just saying, like, who cares? What's interesting to me is that Ben Savage, what's he doing? In, Running for in, office. Instead of being on podcasts, he's trying to get into office and he's not succeeding. And mm-hmm. it's interesting to me that he's purposefully not really using the nostalgia of his life. Like he's actually like separating himself from that, like very purposefully, which I find very interesting. Mm-hmm. And f- his brother's toxic, so he's got to separate himself from that too. Oh, so he's like all... <laughs> it's, I just think it's funny that he's out here... They're making money off of it, and he's saying, I want nothing to do with it, and not even do I not want to do that. I have a goal that actually I could use to help achieve the goal, but I'm also not going to really use it either. Mm-hmm. There was another story about 
a similar situation at 90s con it was the cast of family matters was there and they were doing a panel and it got completely different coverage and it was like who wasn't there jillia white urkel didn't show up for the family matters panel but all of their quotes about him were very loving he's done a lot of nostalgia service recently or in his life so that is kind of strange it's hard there's no video of this so you have to rely on like these like transcripts based on that were probably leaving a lot of stuff out but he wasn't there and I guess it comes up and I think one of the reason it comes up on these panels is because you kind of hope there's going to be some spiciness like why don't you and Kimmy Kibler get along like why isn't Ben Savage here why don't you get along but when they brought it up here what's her name Joe Marie Payton just goes we miss him so much he's dealt with a lot in his life we wish he could be here but he's so special I was like it's funny that it seems like they were trying to bait these people into of course they are hating Jaleel and they were like nope it's nothing but love we love Urkel sorry bye and guess who took the bait Danielle Fischel she said I'm not voting for Ben for Congress California 30 Congress CA 30 is that representative oh Congress he wants to be in Congress Congress. yeah okay you know what his slogan is what together we can do better it's like as long as it's not with my boy meets world fam I'm sorry your tagline should be Ben meets vote you know like come on Remember he was running for like count city council in West Hollywood and like posing with all those drag queens and he was like, it's me. He was like, he's like, I support gay. <laughs> well, guess what he's doing now? He's like posing with cops being like, never forget. Like he, he's, he's kind of, he's kind of going a different route now. He said, never forget to vote for me. Wink, wink. Okay. Bye. This all caps is definitely like a Timmy question. I appreciate the prompt. It's me. Oh, you wrote that? All caps? I always think all caps is Timmy. Oh, Timmy always puts Timmy with italics, yeah. I'm all caps. Us Weekly DM'd 19 male celebs to see how often they think of the Roman Empire, and it's shocking. My first reaction to this was, ugh, horrible content. You don't like it. But do you get it? Yeah, of course I get it. Do you get what it is? No, I get the Roman Empire meme. I just thought it was dumb. Okay, how do you feel about Us Weekly doing a meme? I was ready to hate it. I said, memes don't belong in Us Weekly. And then I read it and I was like, it's actual reporting. It's journalism. Memes belong in Us Weekly. What I love about this and like Us Weekly, tell us if we're wrong. You know, I feel like maybe a younger person in the office was uh, inspired to pitch something slightly outside of the box, outside of the norm and said, wouldn't it be funny if we just DM'd men, celebrity men and asked what they thought about the Roman Empire? For those of you who aren't in hell what's happening on twitter right now or like on tiktok or i don't know where it's originated is Mm -hmm. that there's a joke that men are obsessed with the roman empire is this do you feel this way are you obsessed with the roman empire not at all okay no i'm not well there is a catch to this that certain Mm -hmm. types of men are not involved in this uh (laughs) i can look at the roman empire and say that's interesting i can look at an aqueduct and say i'm glad you invented that but no. Like, how often are you thinking about the Roman Empire? Apparently, a certain type of man is thinking about it constantly. So yeah. they said, let's do a fun gag. And they used their Us Weekly Twitter privilege to DM some This clubs. is what I love. Yeah. And they DM'd, like, the funniest list of celebs because it's very much like, <laughs> it's friends of the pod, right? It's like friends of the magazine. It's people, like, who were Bachelor contestants. You know, it's Jonathan Bennett. No, it's very BFFs. We slide into their DMs and they respond immediately. You know, it's we're not talking who A-listers. Us we're talking into. who's. Yeah. And it's, here are my favorites I put in here, but they're all pretty good. It said, we DM 19 male celebs. And most of them are pretty funny or at least I think, like, worth reading. Uh, I'll, I'll read the ones I put in here. Matt James. Every day, except for Sunday, when it's closed, that's when I think about it the most, James responded. Some of them responded with jokes. Some of them explicitly said they were jokes. Some of them Us Weekly interpreted the jokes and and editorialized them as jokes. Here's one from Jesse Palmer. The Bachelor Nation host told us he thinks about the Roman Empire at least once a week. Quote, just last night I was marveling at how ingenious of an invention the aqueduct was, he jokingly added. And I was sort of like, how do you know that was jokingly? Because some of these are very serious. I think they're kind of... I mean, you can tell, first of all, who's online Mm -hmm. and who already knew about the meme and who's kind of like, that's random. Like Mike Johnson said, these are all Bachelor people. While in Europe two weeks ago, legit the most random, Johnson said, before noting he wished he had come up with a funnier answer. No, he was just answering like, that's pretty random. Sean Booth said, actually thought about it last week when I was planning a workout for my gym. That is an honest and true answer. 
one of the worst answers comes from a property brother who said, not often at all, the property brother host said, alongside a link to a TikTok video of himself answering the same question sarcastically, meaning he'd already engaged with the, with the content online. That's humiliating. And he said, please see my TikTok for my full statement. He said, please link and share. Thank you. The Scott brothers? They're so into content. They're, they're really so on into top TikTok of it. And they're always, they're like, they they're love like it. oh, is there a meme about the Roman Empire and how men love it? We must engage. They engage with every meme. Okay, here's a good one. This is a good one. Mm -hmm. I don't know who this person is. Jeremy Lewis. Who is that? He has a podcast called Wild Till Nine. Very like internet culture. Okay, here's a very authentic answer as to what I think the meme is actually referring to. Considering they essentially invented, engineered, and commercialized running water, I dare say I don't think about them enough. Not to mention at least one of those aqueducts built in the first century is still functioning today. I think that's what the meme literally is. Like a, it's like a this girlfriend is the type listening of guy. to a boyfriend be like, let's talk about aqueducts. Or do you know about the aqueducts? What's that podcast that's like the, the history one that's like 12 hours long? Each episode's like 12 hours long and some guy just like tells you history? I feel like you know about it's, this. No, because I, I hate podcasts that are just people reading a history book. It's like, absolutely not. You're not going to editorialize it. As opposed to reading a Wikipedia entry like we do. <laughs> it's like you think about a like celebrity memoir book club. It's like they're reading the celebrity memoir. They want you to engage with it too. They're adding funny context. They're adding humor. The ones that are just like, I read this book on Queen Elizabeth. And now I'm just going to tell you everything that was in the book. I think that that's so annoying. It's like, just read me the fucking audiobook. So I think what we we should end on for these questions is what I inferred why I asked you about you knowing about the Roman Empire, which is mm -hmm. they asked out of all of the men they asked, two were gay. Okay. Mm -hmm. One, Chris Olson, the TikToker. Two, Mean Girls Jonathan Bennett, who the TikToker I would slash argue Megan Trainer's best friend. Always around. Okay. These two are always available. Chris Olson said, Is that a Nicki Minaj thing? Roman, which is funny. <laughs> Me when asked anything. Is that a Nicki Minaj thing? Mm -hmm. And Jonathan, who said, I don't think that I do. Laugh, cry, face. I think that he didn't know about the meme. I truly think he didn't know about the meme and was just like, LOL, Us Weekly's being funny. And I think that that's beautiful. I do too. Okay. How much be famous? It was like 70-something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my Pull case, under out. the bed. Your linens, sweeties. The lin it's time it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm -hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to I you. I hate middlemen. I and hate Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. Hi, this is Amy Poehler here to tell you about a new improvised show from Paper Kite Podcasts. The team that brought you Say More with Dr. Sheila. Check out our new parody podcast, Women Talking About Murder. It's a show about women talking about murder. Every episode features special guests, twists, turns, and the mystery of a missing co-host. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> What when I sleep on other beds, what is there I else get to say mad. is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I my bed. It, 
I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm -hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's the one that I will not stop Mm -hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm -hmm. The mattress is so good. That when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. It's so rude. Everybody is unique. And I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different. And that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. I want to be famous. What do we think about the friendship between Jen Shaw and Elizabeth Holmes in prison? I mean, I think Jen Shaw made a beeline. I think she knew that woman was going to be there coming in. The, the question really is who's more dangerous. And I think Jen Shaw said, I, I, there's a more dangerous woman than me in here when it comes to... Who's you know. more dangerous? Elizabeth Holmes by a factor for of like a hundred. Sure. <laughs> for sure. And Jen Shaw said, I'm coming for that woman. Because mm-hmm. you know Elizabeth Holmes didn't know about Jen Shaw. But Jen no. Shaw had a lot of time to do reading about Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> They're friends. They're both rehabilitating and have bonded over being on the journey of positive change. The situations brought them together and they have a good understanding of one another. They're getting through it together. This is Jen's rep, which I love. Just being totally open about it. Just, I think, setting the table for, like, some piece of content, some piece of something, some piece of, like, cursed, wretched entrepreneurial activity to come out of these two. Like, I I know that they're planning for something to happen between Jen Shaw and Elizabeth Holmes. My thing is, although I learned that uh, Dancing with the Stars is, WG, is a WGA production and should not be going uh, it back is? into production. Yeah, it sure is. Did you know that? Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Wow, I didn't know it was They're a WGA scabbing. production. <sighs> Since I just learned that I'm not in support of this season, but I am support, I do think these women have a very big future ahead of them on Dancing with the Stars because as we know, that category of felon was missing. Oh my God. From the lineup. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I didn't realize DWTS was WGA. That's so fucking Sure up. is. Sure is. They don't want you to know that, but they are. I didn't mm. know that. So Jen Shaw and Elizabeth Holmes, Jen gets all the ladies together and they rally behind her while she teaches them fitness moves. And Elizabeth has been there right along with them. My God. Moving on. A lot of relationship news this week. So much. And a lot of it is actually pretty surprising. Number one, Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumpert broke up. They seemed like one of the perfect couples. I was very shocked. I gasped. I literally gasped. Because they like yeah. had a reality show together. Uh-huh. They... First of all, divorce, the divorce thing has been crazy recently. Doesn't it feel like everybody's getting divorced? That's what it feels like. Like, it's just, it's one after the other. I keep, like, retweeting, like, no, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I feel very, I feel very confused. Like, is something in retrograde? Is something happening? Maybe like, they're what's fighting going about on? their thoughts about unions. You got a yeah, pro-union and like... anti-union in every <laughs> relationship. Yeah, maybe the house is split. She mm-hmm. wrote, not too much on my bestie. In all fairness, Iman and I are separated and have been for a while. To be 1,000% clear, infidelity, in that's in quotes, mm-hmm. infidelity well, ain't yeah. one of the reasons for our departure. We are still the best of friends, great business partners, and one hell of a team when it comes to co-parenting our two beautiful children. <laughs> Most importantly, <laughs> we are family. In the 10 years together, seven years married, we ain't ever played about that. We just keep y'all asses in the group chat, lol, which is the reason we've been able to successfully and peacefully separate without all of the outside noise. The only reason I'm even sharing this as part of the chat is because the narratives are getting a little out of hand and it's unfair to all parties involved. I hope this provided some clarity for y'all. Okay, auntie taking y'all back out of the chat. Bye. Bye. What I think is interesting about this and the only reason I kind of believe this to be mostly true is that 
Tana Taylor famously says whatever she wants and mm-hmm. has like actually been very alienating to her career that she kind of says whatever she wants. Like I think she gets in trouble a lot for that. Mm-hmm. I really admire that and I think she's really talented, but I do think she kind of is very opinionated and kind of doesn't hold back. Mm-hmm. I don't think that she would have not said something if mm-hmm. something had happened. Right. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't think I don't think she would have held back is my point. She's an outspoken person. If she had been betrayed in some way, then I think she would have said something. Like, I just, I don't see her. That's her whole thing. But this, I think, is specifically because last week there was a rumor that Iman was cheating on her because he was caught with some other woman in some sort of public place. And when that happens and you're married, that turns into... Cheating allegations, cheating allegations. So because Amon was getting specific cheating allegations, infidelity, that's why that's in quotes in her statement. I think that's why she was like, okay, we should say something. Because it seems like they'd sort of settled into many months of being separated without anyone knowing. And then the moment there was a bump on the road, they were like, okay, now's as good a time as any. Right. And also cheating allegations means that somebody knows that you're broken up and wants mm-hmm. to announce it and say, yeah, true. and give a reason or any reason why. So she was and- like... Yeah, if you, she was like kind of like, if you know, you knew, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's important to set the scene. I think we did a bad job of it. The photo that they posted alongside this separation announcement was of the two of them in a costume as Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World. So, <laughs> like, it's a very lighthearted, playful announcement to match the tone of the actual caption. They were charming. Like, they were together when he won Dancing with the Stars. Didn't he win? Did he win? I already forget. He won. Remember when he cut the cord with, like, his... Air AirPod mm-hmm. cord. He cut he cut the umbilical cord with his uh, AirPods, not his AirPods, his wired headphones. He Apple cut it AirPods. with the headphone cord. He like went like, yeah. yeah. What is next on here? This is really nuts. Just read the headline. Savannah Chrisley is dating Robert Shriver, ex-football player who survived beauty queen murder plot exclusive. Savannah Chrisley is one of the daughters of the Chrisleys, obviously, mm-hmm. who just got uh, their who were in prison. jail sentence well, oh, a little reduced, bit yeah. uh, reduced. reduced. Did you see that? So they're going to be out soon. This is one of their daughters who also has like a bunch of podcasts and is like was on the show and blah, 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 and is known for that. And just broke up with her long-term boyfriend. Or fiance? They break it up for a long time. Right. So guess who she's dating? She's dating a like 2020 star. And I mean just somebody who would be on 2020. Whose mm-hmm. name is Robert Shriver. <laughs> whose ex-wife, whose name is Lindsay, tried to murder him. Okay? Mm-hmm. She tried to murder him. The former beauty pageant queen and Auburn University cheerleader from Thomasville, Georgia, and her alleged boyfriend were accused of plotting to kill Robert with an alleged hit man. Hitmen are never real, girly. They're always cops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> per the Bahamas Court News, who reported the story on July 28th, the trio were arrested by police in the Bahamas, where the former married couple shared a home. Law enforcement made the arrest after discovering a chain of WhatsApp messages owned by Facebook, and not very encrypted, why would you use those, that laid out the, I mean, use Signal, you dumbass, that laid out the you plot the to show? kill Robert while investigating a July 16th break-in at Grabber's Bar and Grill on Guana. The phone contained messages belonged to someone suspected of the break-in. On July 16, 2023, the uh, Atabaco, the defendants, while being together, did, with a common purpose, agree to commit an offense, namely the murder of Robert Shriver. Okay? And now, that man who was not murdered by a hitman because his ex-wife was caught by the police, WhatsApping a hitman or whatever, is dating Savannah Cressley. I'm sorry. The plan was concocted to... Months ago. <laughs> they tried to kill him. They got caught. And he said, I got to find someone new. And he found a Chrisley. He literally rebounded two months after almost being murdered with by his ex-wife. Chrisley. With a Chrisley. How do you even meet a Chrisley? This is so crazy. He works for an insurance company because people was like, everything to know about insurance. this man. Who is Savannah Chrisley's boyfriend? All about Robert Shiver. Do you want to hear the things? Yeah. Duh. Number one, he works for an insurance company. Number two, he played football at Auburn University. Number three, he married Lindsay Shiver in 2007. Number four, he survived an alleged murder for hire blonde. <laughs> Number five, he's a dad. Mm. <laughs> Number six, he and Savannah were first linked in September 2023 when it was revealed that his ex tried to kill him. I can't. And that's literally what she did. She said this on 
Vile Files. Nick Files, Vile Files. I'm going to play the clip, but she goes, this guy that I'm talking to, his wife just tried to kill him. It was a thing. He's a normal person, and I love it. <laughs> his wife tried to kill him. He's a normal person. I love it. That's the funniest thing ever said on any podcast. Can you please He's a get normal the person, and I love it. Is there a clip somewhere? You have to find it, I guess. Had Anyways, there, your current more... boyfriend is a survivor of a murder attempt? It was a thing. Who is attempting to kill who? I don't know. I don't know. But so he's a normie. He's a normal person. And who... I love it. I am obsessed with this. And People Magazine, the same place that's reporting this, only in July, on July 31st, only a month ago or so, had beauty queen accused applying to kill ex-Auburn football player husband after police find WhatsApp message. Do you think Savannah Chrisley saw this headline was like, so slide, you're saying slide, he's slide. single? You're saying slide, he's single? Slide, slide, slide. So you're saying he's single. How did you meet him? Instagram. Who slid? Me. But how did you find him on Instagram? Dude, These headlines? You, yeah. And you're like, so that you man. saw the headline. You're like, wow, he's hot. I'll find him on Instagram and say, hey, yo. Yeah. You saw the potential? I mean. Incredible. Incredible. Here's a great new phrase for dating. Gigi Hadid and music producer Cole Bennett, quote, mesh really well. Colon, quote, moving in a romantic direction. Gigi Hadid is moving in a romantic direction. This is in quotes. With music producer Cole Bennett, a source exclusively reveals in the new. That's not a revelation. That's not a revelation. What the fuck does moving in a romantic direction mean? The way that these people speak, moving. This is a quote from an insider, a, per, a person I assume, maybe AI, maybe ChatGPT. They've been friends for years. They've been playing coy about their status, but they mesh really well together. Hadid finds Bennett refreshing, and the feeling is apparently mutual. He lights up around her, second source tells us. I wonder if I put in chat BT, like, use source length, like, pretend like you're a source. Do like, it. I'll do it. Hold on. Do you think chat GPT could speak I in source language? What should the prompt be? Yeah, I have it open. That's going to be, I think that's going to be hard. What should the prompt be? Write a three-paragraph story in the style. Of, like, an Us Weekly Us. magazine source. In which two anonymous insider sources claim claim Gigi Hadid. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. dating someone? What's this guy's name? Is dating someone named Cole, a music producer named Cole. Here we go. Exclusive, Gigi Hadid's secret love affair with music producer Cole. Hollywood's hottest supermodel, Gigi Hadid, is rumored to be igniting sparks with none other than a talented music producer named Cole, according to two anonymous insiders who claim to have the inside scoop on this burgeoning romance. Our sources have revealed that the stunning runway sensation and the music maestro have been enjoying a low-profile love affair that's been kept under wraps until now, sending shockwaves through the entertainment wild. Here we go. One source close to the situation spilled the beans, saying, quote, Gigi and Cole have been seeing each other for a while now. They've been keeping it low-key, enjoying private dinners and cozy nights in. It's clear that they have a genuine connection. Yes. That is perfect. That is perfect. Yes. The, I, it's the same. It's just, This is so spot on. I mean, to be fair, ChatGPT does learn from what's out there. Yes, but they it do. really is just showing this is what's out there. Like it is <laughs> confirming what we're saying, yes. which is like they all say the same shit and it means nothing. The other insider added, quote, it's refreshing to see Gigi with someone from a different part of the industry. They share a passion for creativity and their yes. chemistry is electric. Yes. 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 Yep. Yep. That's exactly mm -hmm. perfect. Mm -hmm. What's next? Who else is dating someone? And Cole Bennett, there's a lot of research here. Thank you for Timmy for doing this. He's a very, very prolific music video director. Name and music video. Like Juice World, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing Jack Harlow. I'm seeing the Kid Leroy. I'm seeing yeah, Juice World. It's cool. I'm seeing Trippy Red. I'm seeing Lil Durk. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm seeing Lil Yachty. So he seems cool he directed blink way 2's edging music video i don't even remember that mm. song All right. no one does Slay. no one does really lyrical no lemonade does. is his website lyricallemonade.com daisy edgar jones what did our gff call daisy edgar jones a couple of weeks ago i have to daisy and the six da he called her daisy and the six jones girl or something like I said, I sent the trailer for the bike riders. I, I said, I love Jeff Nichols so much. Comer appears to be a sleigh. Same for Austin and Tom. Where did this movie come from? This looks so good. Our GFF goes, that's Jodie Comer? 
I really thought this was a Daisy Six, Lily Edgar and the Jones one. And I said, Lily Edgar Daisy and the Jones. Daisy Six, Lily Edgar and the Jones. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lily and Daisy are both not in Daisy and the... Like, those are not women in that show. That's Jodie Comer. I really thought this was a Daisy Six, <laughs> Lily Edgar and the Jones one. He just thinks all women with, bl- with, with brown hair and bangs look alike. Which is on him. He needs to re- he needs to reassess. Mm. Anyway, Daisy Six Lily Edgar and the Jones is now dating someone named Ben Seed, who used to date Anya Taylor. Anya Taylor Joy, who's another Daisy Edgar and the Six Jones. <laughs> well, no, she's she doesn't Anya have Taylor Joy has a very bangs, distinct. I guess. Look. No, Anya she Taylor does, Joy. but her name is Anya Taylor Joy, and we're talking about Daisy Edgar Jones. And I have to say, if the, if you're just saying those names to me, I'm not. I'm sorry. If some publisher, if some children's book publisher made a Where's Waldo-esque update, but it was Where's Anya, every kid would be like, founder, 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 founder. You got big eyes. Listen, this is so funny. So she's dating this guy named Ben Seed, which is just a funny name. Like, just objectively, like, Ben Seed. Okay. It is funny. Um, And the son wrote about it, and they wrote about it in um, first person because it's fun. I'm told Daisy and Ben, who goes by the artist name Pip, have been seeing each other for months and have been spotted on a string of dates in East London, where they both live. You're telling me a guy who goes by Pip lives in East London? Shocking. You're telling me a guy who goes by Pip lives in East London and is dating a woman named Daisy? There is a real spark, and they are excited about finding each other. They've already met one another's friends, and she's on cloud nine. Another great (sighs) source quote. Great source quote. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are quietly hanging out, according to a source. This is an exclusive I don't want to talk much about this. She's definitely a them, and he is like actually vaguely a them, him and his brother, because remember he's when they won the them, Super Bowl? For sure. And like, for sure, he's a football them. There were all these articles about them and blah, blah, blah. I don't know which one is which. Like, there's a brother. There's Jason and Travis, and they're both Kelsey. I think he's a who in the Swift universe. He's not the type of guy that she typically dates. No, no. I was going to say, how does it feel that we finally maybe entered Taylor Swift's dating a sports person era? I think that's huge for the kind of celebrity world. If she's indeed dating a sports player, that's a big deal. A sports star, a sports player, a sports star. Mm -hmm. Now that Taylor is at her most like aggressively capitalistic and money-making era where she's trying to squeeze as many pennies as she can out of everything. Well, she's also in her most single out in the town, Mm -hmm. I'm going to the club with Blake Lively era, which is like, we didn't think we'd ever see that again. It's very welcome to New York Cornelia Street. We didn't think we'd see it. It's hard for me not to be cynical to this sort of decision because to me, I'm like, I see every decision that she's making as a financial one and as a very calculated one where it's like, okay, now she's she's finally expanding her empire. Like she's going to sports. What's another audience I can attract? Oh, you think she's trying to buy ESPN, Matt Baloney? No, you think she's trying no, to buy not buying ESPN? ESPN. I know, I know they're for sale though. The um. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. You know that ESPN's for sale. What are they, Lindsay? What are they going to do with ESPN? I, what are they going to do with gonna ESPN? Buy, so I was going to buy ESPN, but I bought the Katy Perry discography instead. Me waking up in the middle of the night being like, is Tyler Perry going to buy BET? Like, oh my God, is he going to do it? Who's going to take ESPN off of Disney's hands? From The Ringer and Puck, I'm Matt Bellany, and this is The Tap. Okay, so Taylor Swift is in her sports star era. It's giving Mm -hmm. a little bit glitz, it's giving a little glamour. I do think it's interesting if she dates this, like, big personality sports guy that's very different than her last, you know, she dated, like, kind of a no-one Daisy Edgar Jones actor, you know? Well, well, she dated no between the between Daisy Edgar Jones and Travis Kelsey. She dated Maddie Healy, which was a whole problem. Of course. And she well, was like, I was... think that was triggering for her. I think she was like, I can't date one of these guys. I can't date one of these guys. I got to date the opposite guy who is like a very flashy, very public, very um, front facing and media trained sports person. And not like alt. I do like this because Timmy said, I know you guys aren't paying attention to this stuff, but sports season is back. Football. Oh, my God. I need to stop saying sports. Football season is back. This is a specific sport. And just Jared and the other kind of traffickers and click click traffic are just going. Jared and the other traffickers. Cra- <laughs> Sorry. I mean, like, I mean, like web traffic. No, I know. They're going fucking crazy with the headlines. So then you're getting like, who is Jimmy Garoppolo's girlfriend? Who is Mac Jones' girlfriend? Who is Kelsey Travis? Who is? I keep calling and calling him Kelsey Travis because that's like the name of a normal country star, not Travis Kel- Kelsey's. I like, know Travis Kelsey, spelled K E L C E. In case you're not a sports sure, person, sure, but you know. whatever. Who is Dak Prescott's wife? Who is Jimmy Garoppolo's girlfriend? Dating history and current girlfriend revealed, including an adult film star. It's like, oh, 
like it must be bad out here for publishers they're trying so hard to get clicks and attention they're trying to get so hard to get like google visibility it's such a disaster this reminds me of another trend that i've noticed on specifically just jared and i i moved this up from the bottom because i think it's a great segue from travis kelsey and taylor swift First of all, we didn't finish that. Do you think they're actually dating or do you think it's fake? I think they must be dating. I don't, I don't think know. that comes out I'm unless sure it's real. Here's the thing I is think I think she goes I think she dates and I think they've been yeah, on dates. Dates. Yeah, that's like, perfect. Like what is dating? Like I don't mm. know, are they going to are they going to be in a relationship maybe, but mm. do, do I think they're in one? I don't know, but do I think they've gone out for sure? Yeah. He's yeah. like a hot single guy who's like made comments about wanting to date her. She definitely slid right. in the DMs or had Tree send him a telegram or something, a hand-delivered <laughs> a letter that said, like, I'll fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, what? Yeah. sure. You saw her at the VMAs. Yeah. She's I'll fuck definitely you. fucking a, She's definitely fucking a hot football player. <laughs> like, yeah, that's... definitely sent, <laughs> sent like, a big contract and was like, fill out all these forms, get it back yeah, to my lawyer I'll, by the yeah. end of the week, um, yeah. and then we can fuck somewhere TBD. And let's do it before the VMAs so I can be, like, a, a happy bitch. And she was. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, happy bitch. I mean that lovingly. I love the video of her dancing and I saw something where it's like, I'd know that clenched jaw anywhere or something. Oh my um, God. <laughs> um, Stop. So Stop this, it. these, the headline construction of these football people, these sports people, who is the girlfriend he's dating? Anna Gore. Who is the girlfriend he's dating? Sarah Jane Ramos. Uh-huh. I'm just seeing a new construction that feels very SEO tinged. <laughs> They ask and answer the question at the same time. Typically, you ask the question in the headline, and then you answer it in the body, and you want the headline to entice you to click. In this one, it says, is Peter Port single or married? Question mark. Meet his husband, Jacob Jules Villiers. Next one that I saw, is Marcus Rosner married? Meet the Hallmark star's wife, Allie Croker. So I'm almost like, why are they doing this? Why are they asking and answering the question in the same space? I'm losing my desire to click, but they must know something that we don't. Every time I see insane headline construction, I think they must perform well, right? I think they're just seeing people typing, is Peter Port single or married? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. It's the it's the snake eating its own tail thing where it's like you optimize your search results for Google SEO. Google SEO starts using artificial intelligence or machine learning to add those suggested questions and follow up to the bottom. Then people start clicking those. Then people like Just Jared realize that those questions are really good at attracting clickers. So they start styling their stuff in the form of those Google machine learning questions. I'm just like, everything's becoming dumber and dumber and dumber. And like English is disintegrating. By the way, it has previously been reported that Jacob is a banker and his locked Instagram account implies that he was previously based in New Orleans before moving to Los Angeles. Oh, I bolded that. That's my favorite sentence. Read it again. I want to hear it again. It's such a good sentence. It has been reported that Jacob is a banker and his locked Instagram account implies that he was previously based in New Orleans before moving to Los Angeles. It says the locked Instagram account implies that he was previously based in New Orleans before moving to Los Angeles. What would you put in an Instagram account that would imply that? What do you think his bio says? Like New Orleans plane emoji, Los Angeles. Close from parentheses N-O-L-A to just L-A. From <laughs> NOLA it. to LA. See? There yeah. you go. Wow, that does imply that he previously lived in New Orleans and now lives in Los Angeles. There's an implication there. That is a hell of an implication. I'm no Agatha Christie, but that's an implication, honey. I want to be famous. Lindsay, what is Rakuten? Tell everyone. I use. I have Rakuten. I'm looking at it right now in my browser, but explain. You're good at explaining what Rakuten is because you love it. It's the smartest way to save money when you shop. Duh. No. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is. But I'm. You're not. I'm not really telling you what it is. That's what it does. It knows where you're shopping. It says, "Here's how to save money." It gives you cash back for all types of stores because Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over three thousand five hundred stores across every category, including fashion beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and more. Your favorite stores like Dyson, Samsung, or Nike pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. That's you. Cashback is is deposited directly into your PayPal account, or Rakuten can send you a check. The choice is yours. Lindsay likes the PayPal account. I'm sort of into paper check. I like that idea. You can even maximize your savings by stacking cashback on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. So shop for everything from fashion to beauty, home decor to groceries, even kids' school supplies. You're already shopping at your favorite stores, so why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer, and membership is free and easy to sign up. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten. 
Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cashback really adds up. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. How much of this same? Here's the headline. Joe Manganiello casually dating new actress Boo after divorce from Sophia. Who is she? She's an actress who's on... Uh, She's on um, Winning Time. She's on the the sports Winning show that just everyone got loves canceled. that I haven't watched. Oh, it got canceled? got canceled? Good, then yeah, I don't have sorry. to regret not watching it. Okay. The, I've, I don't know that I've ever seen this before. They're pointing out the age difference between her and Sofia Vergara. So this headline says, Sofia Vergara's ex, Joe Manganiello, 46, leaves the gym with actress Caitlin O'Connor, 33, who is 18 years younger than the modern family siren. 18 years. He dated a woman older than he is. Now he dated a woman younger than he is. It is, I have to say, it is, say, after dating a woman who's older than you to divorce her and then immediately date a woman who's 18 years younger than you. Yeah. There's a whole span of years in between 33 and (laughs) however old Sofia Vergara is, you know? There's a whole span of years. So this divorce actually surprised me because there's no, like... No, I... Did you see my RT? I was like so sad. First of all, I, I retweeted it so fast that I was scared that somebody did something wrong and it like wasn't... Like I shouldn't have retweeted. Like that's how fast... No, that was just more like I ignored my impulse to kind of wait and see why. I didn't even click until before I... Re- I retweeted before I clicked, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, that's That's very, how kind that's... of like... <gasps> That's a dangerous game to play, retweeting before you click. No, I'm click. sorry. I felt, I felt bad. I know. Trust me. You know how the browser's like, you sure you don't want to read the article? And you're like, bitch, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. We didn't even say what happened. Jeezy filed for divorce from Jeannie Mai. They were married for two years. That's so sad. Jeezy's filing says the former couple are, quote, currently living in a bona fide state of separation and that their marriage is irretrievably broken oh. with, quote, no hope for reconciliation. <sighs> But it doesn't say – so Jeezy did the filing, and I think the implication would be that since he did mm. the filing and the documents say there's no hope for reconciliation, that Jeannie did something wrong. But I don't know that you can actually – I'm not willing to jump that far just because I feel like I'm very team Jeannie. I do feel like that's what you'd think, but I don't think that's always the case. It feels like a race to who's going to file first for that reason too. The, the divorce is final, and he posts this on Instagram. It's him posing in front of this nice car. Looking good. Ring on the finger. He's distinctly displaying his left hand. And it says, too focused on who I'm becoming to focus on who's not coming with me. (gasps) It's truly a Rorschach test. Like this, he's displaying the wedding ring. Yeah, why would you wear the wedding ring and the message is so shady? Maybe he fucked up and he's trying to say, I still love you despite the fact that you're not coming with me. Or it's, Fuck you. I'm not taking you in my new car. Right. What does that even mean? But and the who... fact that he's flashing the ring is so weird. We're so eagle-eyed mm-hmm. towards looking for rings in this day and age. Wedding rings, engagement rings. Also, the caption was edited. <gasps> what did it say before? We don't know. We I don't, don't know. know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. The top comment from just a fan is, this caption is crazy now after reading the headlines. And I feel as crazy as this person. Well, everyone's like, I hope they can make it work. Like, they are very hopeful. Well, I was like, did she talk about it on Hello Honey, my favorite YouTube account, Jeannie Mai's vlog. Hello Honey. Hello Honey. Hello Honey has not been updated in two months. Okay? No. But listen to the most recent three videos. they, They could tell a story. Okay. I took my husband to Vietnam, and you won't believe what happened next. Next one. My husband and I live like locals in Vietnam. Most recent video. How Vietnam changed my life forever. Parentheses gets emotional. Did something happen in Vietnam? I mean, maybe. I saw a tweet. I don't want to put this out here, but it did make me laugh. But there Mm -hmm. is a, like, rumor going around that is not at all verified. Oh, no. What? Did you hear the rumor that she was, like, sexting Mario Lopez? (laughs) 
Oh, fuck, I did. I forgot. You told me that last night. And I said, don't text me about Mario Lopez sexting anyone. Ew, ew. But I also don't. I also, it's so, 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 so unverified. Like, it's literally just like tweets on Twitter. I think it might be somebody kind of making a joke about videos of them like hosting. Like, because they do like, I think she host co-hosted some Access Hollywood type thing with him. Mm -hmm. And they were having like little moments. But not even anything. Just normal like we're two co-workers like being in entertainment moments. And I think people were kind of being like shady about it. So I, yeah. I tried to find more out about it. But then I was like, I was like, there's not enough here to even say this. So yeah. I take it back. I take it back. I cannot think of Mario Lopez sexting anyone. Like, he's too presenter brain. I can't think about that type of... Like, imagine Regis Philbin texting someone. Like, ugh. <laughs> I'm sorry, if you if your job is to say, welcome to Access Hollywood, like, I don't want to know how you, sorry. like... I don't know how you're sexy via text. Like, I can't... I can't hear it. Mario Lopez is still pretty sexy. No, he's I know cheesy, he is. but he's still pretty sexy. The cheesiness of hosting extra, I think, negates any sexiness that exists. And I'm concerned about w in what way you are sexy if your job is to be that type of guy. And how that sort of, like, seeps into your DNA, your texting DNA. I will be sending you a dick pic, and you will be loving it. <laughs> or something. Like, there's, like, oh, there must be, like, some sort of, like, Breaking, really weird a picture cadence. of my dick is incoming. <laughs> like, how do you sext as a host? That's what I'm asking, and I don't know, but I don't think it's going to be good. Jeannie's like, thanks, Mario. Now we've got a report on my tits. <laughs> now that you've seen my dick, let's take it back to your tits. Jeannie? <laughs> like, no. Not good. And they're both sort of host vibes. Uh, uh, anyway, um, moving on. Zoe Suggs and Alfie Days are... I, I don't care about this at all. <laughs> Actually, you know what? No. I don't care. They're engaged. We talked about them. Listen, the one-two punch of Jeezy and Jeannie and then Hugh Jackman and Deborah Lee Furness breaking up air. was like, it was like actually painful to watch that unfold. Like, it, it's enough. Tiana and Iman is sort of like, okay, they're being like, they're being pros. They're being so nice to each other. They just like grew apart and they're co-parenting. Seems very positive. Jeannie and Jeezy, it's sort of like something happened. What happened here? Hugh and Deborah Lee... You have a couple that just broke up and something seems wrong. You have a couple that says they broke up a while ago and clearly have been through it. And the statement is on point and it's very like established. Then you have a couple that have had this word, have had 20 years of being like, we love each other. Right. We love each other so much. <laughs> Almost 30 years of it. Like, how dare you? We love each other. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. then when I yeah. saw this detail, I was because all Deborah Lee Furness, Deborah Lee Furness, her full time job is saying my husband's not gay. That's all she does. That's her number one job. And I, I, I think that must suck, right? <laughs> she does charity work. But when I saw this detail, I was like, everything makes sense. I have no further questions, Your Honor. Case closed. They have two kids. One of them is, what, 23? The other one is 18. This is the most stay together for the kids shit I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, the fact that the kid turned 18 and they got they immediately they announced their divorce. But I do think it is strange because only like a few months ago, they gave their like second kind of big moment where she says like he's not gay if he was gay he would be dating tom cruise or i would be dating tom Cru sorry what was the quote that's so rude that hold on, hold on if you would be he if said, he were gay he'd be gay he'd be dating anyone he's he'd been be gay Brad for Pitt. whatever she said he's been gay for whatever i mean hello guy because she's saying he's been called gay for what for so many years i mean hello guys if he was gay he could be gay she said he wouldn't have to hide in the closet anymore and he'd be dating brad pitt or whatever i love it she just called brad pitt gay not that brad's gay but you know what i'm saying not that Brad's gay. So, and that was not the first time years ago in a 60 Minutes joint interview they were asked if he was gay. And she said if he was gay, fine. He would say he's gay. It's gotten so out of whack. It's stupid. Yeah, it's annoying because it's not true. And he said if I were gay, I would be. To me, it's not the most interesting thing about a person. But I do get frustrated for Deb. That was the original. But do you think Ben is back? I think whether or not Ben is back is entirely irrelevant in the situation. Yeah, I agree. As someone who's like very, and I hate talking about Ben as backness publicly, but like privately, of course, I do like thinking about it. Like it just feels sort of icky to talk about it publicly. But I, I know genuinely, you'd be lying I'm saying this for real that you're not Ben as backing in private. Yeah, I'd be lying if I, I'd be lying if I said I don't Ben as back generally in private. Sure. No, and I appreciate that honesty. I just think this is just so. This is just seems so clear to me. And like everyone's shocked, but who who said it? Was it you or you or Stephen who said something like the moment this released, it was like prepare yourselves for like the most disgusting tweets incoming and they were so right like really nasty stuff was said about this and i don't know whatever of course well but also it's it's not only nasty but it's boring it's boring yeah do we care about 
Tom Sandoval dating someone? No. No. Do we care about Eric Lemonides and Lee Felty dating? <laughs> what are the, he's a he's a, a restaurant group owner? Mm-hmm. And he, he and he married his agent? <laughs> it said extravagant Hamptons wedding attended by Don Lemon, Joy Behar, and Huma Abedin had a flash mob drone show. And can you guess the final thing that's in this headline? Extravagant Hamptons wedding attended by Don Lemon, Joy Behar, and Huma Abedin had a flash mob drone show and fill in the blank. You took too long. Debbie Gibson. Debbie Gibson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the drone show that played like over Lady Gaga's head when she was like, and liberty and justice. Wow. <laughs> okay, went we over their house in the Hamptons and it said love wins. In I drone. have an announcement. I have a, I have the hiccup. So I need, we need to okay, get Okay, let's Rita. get to Rita then. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay, Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita's going to be on Watch What Happens Live tomorrow. Who's she going to be with? That's right, Diplo. Yikes. I'm going to watch. The energy between Rita Ora and Diplo is going to be electric. And Andy Cohen is going to be like, we're having a threesome after this. I 100%. Are you kidding? Foursome. You forgot about Taika. He's not invited. He's not invited. Andy Rito is hot. And if Andy doesn't pro- if Andy doesn't propose they hang out after, that's a huge loss for him. And I would be disappointed. <sighs> that's a huge slay. Rita Ora, she also put on a glamorous... I mean, she's in New York City. Like, that's the thing. She's in New York City. And what I... What the only thing I don't love about this is that Watch What Happens Live, which is not a WGA show. Shade. <laughs> Shade. <laughs> already filmed this stuff. So... You're saying this is already filmed? These are already... These are canned? The episode exists. So a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours has a conspiracy about Rita. She thinks Rita has a body double. She says the woman can't possibly be all these places. And I was like, this is literally her number one thing is being all these places. I think that's a bad conspiracy. I think I know who you're talking about and I think that's a bad conspiracy. Rita's whole thing is being everywhere all the time. Okay. Okay, so I encountered some Rita Ora news like live in person this mm-hmm. week. I was on my way up to the cursed Alamo Draft House at um, your favorite and my least fave mm-hmm. in, in downtown it. Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I'm riding up the escalators and I'm like, oh, I can't believe I'm here. Da da da. Like five and, escalators, uh-huh. uh, Five escalators. And on my way up, guess what store is in the mall where Alamo Draft House is? Yeah, it used to be exactly. a Century 21. And, yeah. And guess what I saw? The Rita Ora signage. And I saw Oh, you saw it tracks, in person. And I said, what? <laughs> huh? Who? And then I realized Rita Ora was doing a Primark collaboration. Did you buy some product? No, it's not out yet. Oh, it's not out yet. Okay. No. I thought it was already it out. It was like they were setting up to put it in stores. At first I was like, oh, it's going to be like, what is it? Like a scent? Is it a fragrance? Is it something? But it's like, no, it's a clothes. No, it's a fashion collab. Rita Ora and Primark. From loyal customer, Melowell, to global brand partner, Primark joins forces with Rita Ora for new fashion collaboration. Yeah. They wrote, uh, the director of future trends and innovation at Primark, great job, wrote... Mm-hmm. In a world of collaboration overload, it's more important than ever for brand partnerships to be rooted in genuine authenticity and connection. We've known Rita to be a Primark fam for a long time, but it was only when Mm -hmm. we ran into her almost two years ago and got chatting. Who's this? Primark? Him? Mm -hmm. The brand? That we realized the extent of our love for the brand. Yeah, I bet you did. She loves to sell herself to do shit like this the instant chemistry between both parties was undeniable (laughs) rita and the clothes and today following months of collaboration i'm so proud to be revealing rita aura x primark bringing together the best of primark and rita i hope the collection allows customers to express their true selves and to show their inner aura that's good so now rita aura has a fast fashion brand congrats the u.s listeners who are listening to this it's sort of it's very like H and M E Zara. It's there aren't that many in the United States yet. It's like a it's a fast fashion company that has recently sort of put a foot in the United States. Yeah, but it's kind of like a classic British brand that yeah. people loved when they went. It's Irish. Like, it's very but, targety. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. I, I think yeah. I don't know. Well, either way, I don't know. They yeah. love it. Anyway, so she was here for Fashion Week and she announced her fashion thing and then she went to the Invictus Games and hung out with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, of course. Why 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 wouldn't you? I would And that one guy. You? Who's the guy with the long hair who was in Eurovision? What's like, his name? 
like um, I always forget his name. Right, he did the covers on you on he has TikTok. A, he has a, and then he, they won, sent he was like him. Britain's. He was like Britain's winner what or Britain's choice. His name? Yeah, well, he didn't win. I'll tell you that. Britain long hair. Eurovision. Sam. Sam. Sam what? Sam mm-hmm. Ryder. Yeah, she's getting called out for fast fashion stuff. Then, of course, she went to Vogue World. I mean, she literally like. She has to go every if there is something happening, Rita Ora is going. It's well, so incredible that she doesn't she does not she was at the VMAs. She doesn't skip a beat. She presented the VMAs. She was at Vogue World. She's doing Primark in New York, Fashion Week, Fashion Week. She was at Venice. Mm-mm. She's at the Invictus Games. Mm-mm. Honey, take the, a nap. This is why the the conspiracy theory that our friend has about her not having a body double, which I can't tell mm-hmm. if they were serious or not. Like, no, they're serious. She would need an identical twin. It couldn't just well, be a body double. It would have to well, be an identical twin. So that's that's well, a better conspiracy theory. Rita Ora has an identical twin. Okay. Well, I'll believe that over body double. A secret identical twin. That's like a fun like YA novel. Okay. Okay, we're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. <laughs> Call in at 619 Who Then to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Who's there? Support us on patreon.com slash Who Weekly for bonus episodes. Bonus, 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 bonus episodes, a Discord server, <laughs> commentary tracks, and more. Bonus. Do um, the entire sign off in Australian accent. Could you do it? Could you? Thank, thank you to Katie Perry. No, I can't do that. Katie, <laughs> Katie Perry. Katie and Eric of the Who's for writing our reader theme theme song. Um. <laughs> Thank you to Timmy, right. Timmy, our research and editorial assistant See, you could do- for providing Literally. our researching and editorializing. I can't do this. Oh, my God. You I'm sorry. You are literally doing it. Beck Shaw's like, I'm going to kill you right now. What else? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done. We'll see you on Friday. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah. His wife tried to kill him. He's a normal person. I love it. That's the funniest thing ever said on any podcast.